us get right into it, people. This is one I've been waiting to do comment, not even waiting to do commentary for. I've kind of just been bullshitting and putting it off. I wanted to do this months ago. I really want to say I wanted to do this sometime last year. But I love when celebrity birthdays pop up and I love when, you know, certain anniversaries of release dates of certain movies pop up because that is all the motivation. That's all the incentive I need to just get this shit off the ground. So without further ado, people, first and foremost, happy 56, 56 years young, man, Sean Whalen, um, who plays Roach in this movie we're about to get into, which is The People Under the Stairs. This is Wes Craven's most underrated film, people. Make no fucking mistake. Let me say that one more time. This is Wes Craven's most underrated film. Now, his best film for me is Nightmare on Elm Street. Scream is in the top five or maybe top three. But People Under the Stairs is a very close second to Nightmare on Elm Street, man. This movie, you know, we know Jordan Peele or for the uninitiated, Jordan Peele is touching this remake, man. And that is something I dreamed of. I was talking to my cousin about it yesterday. Shout out M. Right. And he was like, yo, you actually kind of predicted that because you've been saying it forever. And you said Jordan Peele should touch the remake. I said, yeah, because he's the person most qualified for the job. But the remake's coming. It's being kept under wraps. We don't know if Jordan Peele is producing it or directing it, whatever the case may be. But this one here, people, this movie will forever hold near and dear to my heart because for one, this shit gave me nightmares. You know, Roach gave me nightmares. The man played by Everett McGill and the woman played by Wendy Robeson gave me nightmares. Fool played by Brandon Adams is one of the best final guys, black final guys, which is a rarity in horror movies ever, ever on screen, man. The kid was the shit in this movie, man. AJ Langer is a great character. Sean Whalen's great in the movie, but this movie has like the older I got, the more I realized this shit gets more and more relevant as time goes along, man. This movie is so amazing and it's more amazing than that text message that almost just cut me off and gave me a heart attack just now i gotta put hold on let me put this shit on vibrate but um yeah nonetheless people people under stairs uh this movie uh, this movie's amazing man like i said wes craven's most underrated film god bless the late great wes craven man now i know he had a very rocky career and i feel like i'm just gonna go out on the women say this i feel like people don't don't appreciate this movie because it's kind of too it's too culturally bound in some ways. I don't know if that's making sense to anybody, but you know, if this would if this was 2021 or this movie came out last year, people would say it's too woke. So all you motherfuckers that think that, y'all better y'all better strap in. Y'all better buckle up cuz Jordan Peele is going to oh my god, man, he's going to put his foot up in this jaw, up in the ass of this movie in in all the best ways possible. Now, um yeah, let's. I just want to jump into it, people. I don't even want to waste any more time. Actually, you know what? Let me, let me for one second here. Okay, I had to had to make sure I was actually on the right damn movie. Now this is the uh, and also I gotta I gotta shout out Ving Rhames. I don't think I mentioned Ving Rhames, who actually celebrated a birthday recently too. That was when I was actually going to do the commentary for this the first time around but I, I don't remember what i ended up recording but we're here now people let's 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 focus on what counts now this is the i don't even think there's a director's cut of this movie i would love for it to be um i, I have no idea if that cut exists so this is a theatrical run through and that's just in case anybody's tuning in and y'all know if y'all are tuning in with me y'all are the true to the reviews mvps so with that being said people let's jump into this commentary for wes craven's the people under the stairs. I hit the play button in three, two, one. I feel like I rushed a little bit. 
too quickly into this because I didn't even talk about the fact that Sean Whalen is a horror staple. He really is. Uh, and I didn't even know he was in this movie. Uh, I just did commentary for the movie Drive Through, if y'all want to check that out. But I didn't know he was in there. He's in Idle Hands. He's in Hol uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. He's in Hatchet 3. He's all over the place, man. He, loved, he loves this horror shit. Like most of us do. It's the best genre ever made. I love that logo. The way it just shines in, turns green, and then just disappears. Tough road you got this year. Oh, and I didn't mention um Judgment. Kelly Joe Minter, man. I yeah. love Ke who's no stranger to horror either. I love Kelly Joe Minter, man. She plays she plays um she's the one talking here. She plays Ruby, full sister. But she was in popcorn, which if nobody's seen it, it's a really cheesy, fun slasher movie of the nineties, the early nineties, I think ninety, ninety one. And she was in Nightmare on Elm Street Five. Well, you the fool and you can't escape that. That ain't bad. You know? <laughs> no, ain't the stupid kind of fool. Only the ignorant kind, because he's just starting out. That's better, I guess. Oh, but look here. Already he's got a problem, see? One step in front, the drop-off. Well, what about the dog? That's fool's companion. See his spirit barking? Fool. Don't go marching over that cliff now. So one thing I don't play around with y'all is tarot cards. I, I would never. So what fool gonna do? Uh, I used to spend a lot of time out in AC. Um, like every other weekend or so. And you know, people would. You you don't want to get your your palm red and the nope. Absolutely not. Some things I think shouldn't just they they shouldn't be messed with. And a lot of people I know play around with that type of stuff, and I don't know what type of portals or hell mouth type of shit y'all trying to open up but just leave it alone Well, the landlord's a fucking asshole. You shouldn't leave. Fool, go back to reading your book. What's wrong? Nothing you can do. And Kelly Joe Minter was in Summer School. I don't know how many people have seen that movie. That is a really underrated 80s comedy, man. That cast is really great. It's it's a familiar face for everybody in that entire movie. Kirstie Alley's in that movie. Uh, everybody else that was in the 80s who I can't name, but I recognize their faces. Now this, I think this was, I want to say this, Brandon Adams was in this before Mighty Ducks. Friend of Ruby's. And I want to say Ving Rhames was in this after Jacob's Ladder. Ruby hung up on them tarot cards. Why mama crying? Y'all been evicted. You gotta be out tomorrow midnight. Guess Ruby didn't see that one in the cards. Why? You're three days late with your payment. Fine printing the lease says you gotta pay triple else get out. Well, your mom and Ruby ain't got triple. Well, don't the landlord know that mama's sick or Ruby got babies? Yeah, sure, he knows. He don't care. 
He wants to tear down the building. You're the last family in it. Sounds like every landlord ever. Corrupted Miners. Ving Rhames ain't shit in this movie. I mean, I like Leroy, but really Corrupted Miners. This dude, Everett McGill, man. I don't know which, I don't know, is he scarier as this guy in this movie? Because he doesn't have a name. They're just called man, woman. They call each other mommy and daddy. But is he scarier in this movie or Silver Bullet, where he played the priest, the werewolf? Lots of nice wood for my fireplace. Lots of and is it Wendy Robeson or is it Wendy Roby? Shut the fuck up, Mom. Should have just tossed her in the fireplace. Oof. That's crazy, man. Like he's literally picking. Bo- like how do you, how did you cook it? You didn't even take the time to take the buckshots out there, John. I don't know if this is supposed to be like the 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 hood or the ghetto of L.A. or some shit, but this looks like the same neighborhood from um ah uh, from Mo Money, where they were playing basketball and Damon Wayans was waiting on that call at the payphone. Yep, here we go. Kensington Avenue all over again. All inside that apartment. I'm not gonna lie. I, you know, they should have tore that shit down ages ago. That shit is already falling apart. I wonder what he really said in that line right there, because that was definitely ADR. How the hell are you going to afford to send him to medical school? Ain't right anyway. Oh, that right. You know your mama got a cancer in her she can't afford to have taken out. Leave, yeah, leave her ain't shit. Take out just like that, but you ain't got no money, and you ain't going to have no money unless you... I love it. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. He went straight up Melvin baby boy. But I fucks with fool because it's like don't put your hands on my sister, bruh. Somebody who don't care nothing about families or And fool fool I swear to y'all man. I, this kid was inspiring like when I was a kid. Of course Brandon Adams is older than I am. But when I saw this movie I was a kid and I'm like we need like I'm like I either need a friend like that or the the cojones that this kid has on him, man, because he wasn't scared of shit. I mean, he was scared of dying, but his his transformation throughout this movie is crazy. But he's always been that kid. He's always been tough as nails. Boom! You looking for this? It seemed like he was just telling, like you know, he was so satisfied with a joke he just told. Things. You heard about the gold? 
I love that musical cue right there. It sounds like gold, if that makes any sense. You wanna be stupid, Leroy? You don't need fool for that. We got a plan for him, baby. Foolproof. Or you want your family eating beans up in the street. <laughs> Why did he just depict that type of, you know, future for it? It's like, damn, dog. It had to be beans, though. I mean, I like beans and chili and stuff like that. Brandon Adams probably made enough money off this movie to really buy his real mom a Cadillac for each foot. Because he he was the shit as a kid, man. He was like the black Corey Feldman in my eyes, man. I, I don't think they gave him enough credit as a child actor. He was in, first of all, he was in the movie Pollyanna. Was it Polly or Pollyanna? The black version he did. And um, he, he, he was in that and he was singing. He was in... Uh, Oh man, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. He was in this. He was in the Mighty Ducks one and two. He was all over the place. You didn't lick this, did you? No, ma'am. There's also an idea I had for y'all. Can check that episode out. It's a, it's one of my earlier episodes, but I think it's called Fool Me Twice. Um, and it's an idea I had for People Under Stairs sequel. I think it's pretty plausible. I know the majority of people will be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Just leave it alone. Stop fucking with the sequel. But it basically brought Fool and Alice back together and back to that house. You love your mother? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. What? Ma'am, I love your mother. Probably up your ass with the rest of the stick. Fucking nutcase. This woman. Good lord, man. Wendy Roby. Did I say Robeson in the beginning? If I did, my apologies. Oh, you couldn't even warm up to it. Not only is he insane, but he's racist as shit. That makes it even worse. He's looking around like, Roach, what the fuck? Jesus, man. He is a... He... he that dude... That's Jeremy Roberts that plays Spencer. I, I don't... I don't think I've seen him in anything else. Like I would have to look up his, you know, his uh, the the films he's been in. I'm pretty sure it's something where I'd be like, oh, I didn't know he was in that. But what I was going to say was, um, 
I don't remember. No, what I was going to say was, I wonder what people were thinking at this point when she finds when Roach gives her the fork and they see those those that dirty hand and those. It's almost like a I don't even want to call it dirt. It's just like got some type of discolored thing going on and his nails are all long. And now he's like wailing in the walls. So I wonder what people thought, because that's one of the things Wes Craven was always good at. And um, I think one of the first people to ask me something like that about Wes Craven, about what made him such a legend, you know, made him the legend that he is. And uh, shout out to Johnny Zuko, because he actually was one of the first people to ask me that. And uh, shout out to Bumpin' the Night Podcast 1428. He asked, you know, I, I dropped a little um, a voice message and sent it to him for this Wes Craven episode I think he was working on. And I, I said, it's Wes Craven's just ability to be unpredictable. You know, the trailer can depict something and you go into it still not knowing what you're going to get. And then you get something that's neither of the two. And it sometimes it turns out good. You know, we we got to keep it real, man. Wes Craven, you know, no disrespect. He didn't have the best. Like every movie wasn't a hit. And that goes for every director. Like there, there's not going to be hit after hit after hit. You're going to take some bumps in the road every once in a while. Sorry to bother you, but I'd just like to show you some of these delicious cookies we're selling. I'm sorry. We watch what we eat very carefully here. I know she said yes. Mother, so Only human flesh. Cerebral palsy. And if we don't do it, we can. Sorry. <laughs> well, do you have like a bathroom I could use? They leave us out here all day without no, anyone to take a leak. No. <laughs> sorry. Run along. That's all right. No, run along. She's like, get, get out of here. Get. <laughs> she might as well just pull out a broom the way she's like, nope, no, nope, run along. Don't come any closer. Heavy wire screens on the back windows. They've been hit before, you think? Uh, probably just the neighborhood. A lot of screens held on. Padlocks on the outside. Padlocks on the outside? Jeez, what else? The alarms? And I don't know. She wouldn't let me in. I told you to tell her you how to piss. She wasn't buying that. <laughs> I love how they're just coasting at damn near drive-by speed in that neighborhood, not looking suspicious at all. What if they got a remote alarm to the police? I'm not going in Sunday without I'm checking out the security. Just look at the doors, basement, maybe the connector boxes. Now, how the hell are you going to get in there? She wouldn't even let him up on the porch. Well, sent a boy to do a man's job. That's what you get. Spencer swore he was something, man. Motherfucker got that fake-ass Pico energy cut. Yo, and I'm telling y'all, this. when I said this movie gets more relevant as time goes along, um... Anybody from Philly that, I mean, it's, it happens anywhere, but I remember in Philly, there was somebody, there were a couple people actually that were dressing up like gas people and cable people trying to, trying to get into people's homes. They were really doing that shit. And I would strongly advise them motherfuckers to be careful because you will definitely get your ass shot or stabbed getting into the wrong crib. I'm not even aware of it, ma'am, but it's on the master list here and I'm going to have to check it. See, the situation is we got a leak on the block and it could be very dangerous. She saw that ring. Fact is, we do have the legal right to come in, even if we do have to call the police. Not that we ever have. She looked at his ID like you got that shit from JJ down 10th Street. I know, cause I just got one. It's just there've been an awful lot of robberies lately. Neighborhoods changing. 
He has us all a bit on edge. I completely understand. Better this little bother than a chance of danger, though, right? She looked at him like she wanted to fuck him. But then you you probably the audience probably knew it was a rat for Spencer because you know she she checked to see if the coast was clear before she you know slammed that peephole window shut. I love that Ving Rhames has got that kente cloth uh, hat on and he's got it in his uh he's got the same design in his jacket. Spencer should stick his ugly head out and give us some kind of a signal. Maybe he's looking around a little bit. Make sure it's safe. Maybe the president is going to make me secretary of pussy. <laughs> now he's probably in there hiding the best for himself. Come on, we going in. You know what? Him saying that just reminded me of when... Um... So he can get all the good shit for himself? Why not throw your mom out in the street along with Ruby and the kids? Him saying that reminded me of, yo, they used to play this shit on TBS when I was a kid 24-7. I don't remember if it was the Superstation or not at that time, but they definitely used to play it on TBS a lot. And the editing, you know, how to, to edit out the curse words and shit was atrocious, man. Like, instead of chicken shit, they say yellow belly. Like, I'll, ne I'll never forget that edited version. Yeah, that's pretty subtle. Very subtle. Break the window. Maybe set off an alarm. Maybe somebody heard you. It was over, yo. Well, the moment they walked in there, it was over. remember being 13 and that is not necessarily true that's all I'm gonna say that always creeped me out man the way the way that's you know I'm assuming it's Alice just pulls that, so you know, that damn voodoo doll of Spencer. Doctor burglary, maybe. You're lucky I'm teaching you a trade, kid. Ain't no door stands up. The mechanics of this crib is insane. I done busted this house, Cherry. It's open right up now. <laughs> it's like, yo, know, I'm telling you, man, it's gonna be either me or the dog, and it ain't gonna be me. <laughs> I 
I love how Leroy was still screaming when he was running towards the door. I'm telling y'all, man, I, that is, um, it's not a big fear. Like, it's not one of my top five things I'm afraid of. But getting attacked by a big-ass dog is definitely something I can go my entire life without. There's this fucking dog in my neighborhood. And, you know, sometimes I'll take my little scenic route when I'm coming off the Ave or something, coming from the store. And um, I walk down this one block in particular. And there's always this fucking dog on the porch behind the gate. And... They never put a leash on it. They just let him sit outside. And it's a big-ass Rottweiler. And he always puts both his paws up on the railing. And he starts barking. Normally, I have my headphones in. 95% of the time, I got my headphones in. But every day, I, like, I don't never look directly at the dog. I always look out the corner of my eye. Because I'm always, I'm always telling myself, I'm like, not today. Please, God, not today. Because I'm telling you. Listen, Leroy. Let's just get out of here. Out the front. First, we find out what's up with good old Now what goes against what goes against the moral code is that these are black people doing stupid shit in a horror movie it's not our thing but you would not have plot devices and plot without it <laughs> That's, they almost gave Leroy a heart attack he trying to act all tough Now, how many movies has Ving Rhames blown a kiss at another male? He did that shit in Baby Boy. Um, <laughs> when Tyrese got in his face, he's like, Cuz, I got heat for niggas like you. Nigga, you need to move. He blew kisses in his face twice. And then knocked Tyrese's ass out into a glass table. That part was insane, man. You know what? I I really I wish I could like rewind my brain because I don't know if I just called him Ving Rhames or Vin Diesel. I feel like both of their names are the same at this point. So if I do, if I say some wrong shit, y'all know what I mean, man. Damn, y'all know my y'all know I'm all over the place with this shit. But in the case that I do mistakenly call Ving Rhames Vin Diesel at some point uh just know that Ving Rhames like I said starred in Baby Boy with Tyrese who is in the Fast and Furious franchise with guess who Vin Diesel speaking of which man oh my god I'm gonna say this again y'all if y'all are Fast 9 fans and y'all been waiting on that movie stay the fuck off of Instagram and Facebook uh, I mean not necessarily stay off of it completely but they are dropping spoiler reviews and spoiler scenes Stay off there. I said this in my um. I don't know which one I'm gonna drop 
today first this one or my trailer reaction for fear street the netflix series but i said it at the end uh, for everybody i said you know if you're waiting on fast nine stay away from the spoilers man because they are out here i've i saw two and one technically wasn't a spoiler because it was it was in the trailer i just didn't know how it was going to go down it was in one of the trailers the other one's a big big spoiler not enough to ruin the movie but y'all know I'm telling y'all, man, this house that they're in, you, I had so many nightmares of me trapped in this house. Crazy thing is, one of the last nightmares I can remember years and years ago having about this, and I really, my memory's pretty good. I remember this dream of me being trapped in this house. And um, instead of it being money and gold coins, like how it is at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, um, if you're listening to my commentary of this and you have not seen this movie, I don't know. I mean, you're a true fan of Tudor Reviews, but it is, you know, spoilers. But yeah, and instead of uh, gold coins and cash, like it is in the basement, there was an attic that I found. And in the attic, it was just a shit ton of diamonds. I'm talking like how Scrooge McDuck swims in his chips and shit like that. Like it was just diamonds. And of course, I woke up. Now, if I could have pulled some of those out, we'd have had a bigger podcast platform. He should have just bumped into Macaulay Culkin in that basement. Like, oh my bad. You scared of that? Uh, what was it? A, was it a heater that was down there that Macaulay Culkin was scared of in Home Alone? Oh shit! I don't know what type of power, strength, knuckles, or not knuckles, but fingers, a thumb in particular, what type of thumb does fool have? Because I've never been able to hold a big lighter down and lit that long. You'll burn the shit out the tip of your thumb. Now, this that's on the TV. I'm not sure what it is, but I wonder if Wes Craven put that on there for a particular reason. I would love to hear, like, his commentary on this. <laughs> See? Here we, here we go with that bullshit. smoking fool's face. Uh, Roach was back there getting high. That motherfucker looked like he saw the deadlights. His hair is white. His skin's white. 
Like, skin is chalky white. That man, like, that's creepy, though. Like, scared to death. That always messed me up as a kid. It's like, what did he see? What language are you speaking? Ew. They really start gnawing at his hand. <laughs> he said this ain't right. I love that shot. Him just putting the TV back like, motherfucker, I was watching that. Hey. No, no, no. <laughs> this is probably Sean Whalen <laughs> getting drunk at his birthday party right now. <laughs> it's like jumping on Brandon Adams' back. Mm, 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 mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Now as soon as as soon as he would have started running like that, he would have got kicked right in his face. I'm trying to tell you. I would have channeled my inner morphin time. You tripping. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I love it. Cause you know. You hear his breathing, but you get you get that moment, you know, it's like, oh god, I can breathe again type of shit. I love that the movie has these moments though where these you'll have like these quiet moments and then shit'll just kick into high gear. Whether it's a jump scare or not, shit kicks into high gear and it doesn't let up. And when it lets up, it's kinda you get that breathing room. But when shit happens, it it happens in 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 full. It's that Wes Craven uh, writing in direction right there, man. I'm telling you, this is Wes Craven's underrated gem. This is most underrated movie. Somebody on Instagram actually said that they think this is his best film. I said, oh wow. It's actually a very debatable topic I might have to jump into one day. What is Wes Craven's best film? Now, I do say Nightmare on Elm Street off the rip. But, um... People in the stairs a second. Scream is definitely in there. I wasn't really... You know, I'm not one of those... I, Last House on the Left and... His earlier ones, like Last House on the Left... That, that's cool. I like the remake better. I like the Hills Have Eyes remake better. Um, I did not like Shocker. Um, Cursed, I did not like. I love, I love the cast, but I did not like it. New Nightmares, dope. I know there's a lot of other movies he did. I, I wasn't a fan of Serpent in the Rainbow either. It was, it was a little too strange for me. 
You think? Sure. He thought he was white before. You should see that sucker now. Now I wonder how much of this house was actually a house and how much was a set. Why didn't they just wait at the door? Once they found out they couldn't get out the front, just wait. Had a crowbar and then, or had fool had a crowbar and then act like you got a gun. Like, yo, we just want to get up out of here. Stay out the way. bait man telling you Leroy ain't shit man he has moments where it's like okay is there's redemption but then it's like he goes right back to not being shit and I love how the dog's like what's going on <laughs> a word <laughs> the dog had a vendetta against Leroy <laughs> that stunt double though Ooh, that thing is locked on his wrist. Ooh, I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm going for the eyes. You can't bite what you can't see, man. <laughs> that was actually very quick thinking for fool. If I shock myself and I'm holding on to him and the dog's lashed on to him, then we all fall down. Ashes, ashes. Ugh. I said ashes, ashes. It reminded me of. Y'all can check it out if y'all want to. When I did the commentary for Pumpkinhead, Ashes to Ashes, Jesus Christ, man. That is one of the worst films I've ever seen in my fucking life. I love how loud it was on the inside, but then when he had that outside shot of him kicking the window, you can barely hear it on the outside. It's good shit. I should have. Um, I ain't gonna do it. I was about to say I should use a lifeline and call my dad and ask him what type of gun that was he had. He's a big. My pops a really big gun enthusiast. He just he just doesn't stop buying them. Legally owned, of course, but that's one of the reasons I want to get him as soon as I do my Resident Evil series commentaries. I need to get him on board for that because he can literally tell me. Is this an assault rifle? Is this a G36? Is this a Glock? Is this a 38? What is this? He can tell you whatever you need to know. <laughs> now again, these quiet moments, the calm before the storm. I love it. This is actually one of the best jump scares in the entire movie. 
No, I'll take it back. It's the best. Hey! <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Oh. Damn. Mm. You could tell that thing had impact. He said, ooh. <laughs> he got punched in his fucking chest. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. And they just celebrating like they at the rodeo. Or they just went fishing or something. But there's a couple things about that scene. Roach jumped out and you know he can't talk so he screams. Of course he scared the fuck out of Leroy but I feel like the look on Roach's face was concern and urgency. Like he wanted to help him like yo get in here really quickly but I can't talk so I can't tell you to get in here. So it came across as just him <laughs> scared the shit out of Leroy. But Leroy had that ain't shit moment where he was like, no room in here, find your own. But then he screamed, run, fool. You know, and, and the man thought that he was talking to him, but he was actually telling fool to get out. So that was like kind of like his dying moment of redemption, I guess. I don't know. Am I giving him more excuses than he deserves? It's a whole torso. It's a it's it's a it's a skinless. It's all bones. It's upper torso. I mean, technically. AJ Langer, who plays Alice in this, I always thought she was the girl from Jason Goes to Hell. The one that gets split in half in the tent. I love that he's just got shells to spare. He just let off like 17 shots just as a scare tactic. Man, how what I wouldn't give. Now, what if when Jordan Peele does this People on the Stairs movie, what if it's a sequel? What if it's a sequel? Cause you know they they'll 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 call it the people under stairs and they'll be like oh it's a sequel to the original but we're gonna call it the same thing that's what that's the trend nowadays Halloween Candyman the town of dreaded sundown did it what's yours Alice don't be scared you never seen a brother before never had a brother no I mean a black dude there's black folks in this neighborhood neighborhood. He's like, do you even know where the fuck we at? Like, you heard, you heard of Earth, right? So you get outside, don't you? You say never? Can't get out. No one ever has. Well, well, I'm gonna get out. <laughs> I'm a whole other thing. <laughs> I know that's right, man. People have tried. You mean the people in the cellar? 
and Daddy looked a long time to find the perfect boy child. But each one they found turned out bad. Some saw things they weren't supposed to. Others heard too much. Others talked back. It's actually good exposition Daddy right here. Cut out the bad parts and put the boys in the cellar. One by one. And if I'm not mistaken, um, food of some kind. I, I suppose they're happy in their own way. Wes Craven based this off of a true, like a true story, like an article he read or something like that, which he also did for Nightmare on Elm Street. So, you know, they're factuals and actuals to this people. I do not see or hear or speak evil. I love how that single tear just drops from her eye like that. That was that was decent acting, cause it just goes to show you the type of shit that what is that? that she's going through in that house. Dylan, what is that? Well, that's Roach. <laughs> that's what Daddy's hunting. See, Daddy hates Roach because he got out of the cellar and into the walls, and now Daddy can't find him. <laughs> Looking like the gimp from Pulp Fiction. Which Ving Rames was also in. And we know how that scene went. We don't have to talk about it. But see how I make it I make it come full circle, y'all. He's afraid of what's in there. I don't want in, I want out. Sometimes Andy is out. Come on with the fortune cookie riddles and shit. <laughs> full, full, yo, man. I don't know how many calories he burned running around in this house, man. And Al, Alice ain't shit because she just dipped off on him. She the one, you know, she playing Katana for Mortal Kombat. Sometimes in is out. Use the element which brings life and giving him all these clues. But then she bailed on him. Soon as Daddy O was coming down the hallway with a, with a snap gun. That's that. That was on one of the Call of Duty games, I want to say. Yes. Yeah, that shotgun definitely makes me want to play Call of Duty Zombies, World at War in particular. All my gamers out there, y'all know that's the shit. Ew. He's like, I can't eat this. This is rubber. No, I had to throw that out there. All my gamers, y'all, y'all know that World at War, that Call of Duty, the old one. I think on, uh, was it on a 360? That John put in work. Them zombies, you know, once you get to a certain level, you gotta just, you gotta run and gun. I love it. That seven shot shotgun and a modified assault rifle is where it's at. Oh. Hey, police! Police! 
Can't even hear him. Shit, I'm kicking that. Listen, if I gotta break my foot trying to kick that window open. This is one of those moments that, like in movies, that hurt me because it's like, yo, their cops are right there. All he gotta do is this, and all he gotta do is that. Oh my goodness. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, we won't send any more units here because this is not suspicious at all. We'll, we, you know, we're off to Duncan. See you guys. I'm just saying, man. I, I know there's good cops out here, people. I know there are useful cops out here, but the cops in horror movies and the fictional realm of horror movies ain't shit. Unless you are Sheriff Meeker or, um... What the hell's the sheriff? What was Will Patton's name? Unless you're Sheriff Meeker in Halloween 4, Sheriff Garris in Halloween or uh, in Friday 13 Part 6. God damn, what was Will Patton's name in Halloween 2018? Hawkins. There you go. Yeah, unless you're those guys, then eh. Spencer is what they feed them. <laughs> there you go. I feel him. Punch that mutt right in the face, man. You're trying to tear my throat out. What is it, boy? Whew. Yep. Get a weapon. <laughs> Now see, Roach had that same look on his face. Like, come on, I'm gonna help you. Sean Whalen, ladies and gentlemen. This dude, yo, they must got money to blow because they are. He is tearing that crib up. That's what I love about this movie. It can be creepy, it can be scary, it can have social commentary, but Wes Craven is not allowed is, is not afraid rather to let the audience have fun while they're watching it. Awesome, man. Now here's where I would have been like really scared. I'm claustrophobic, so running through these walls and shit like that. <laughs> ah! 
She like, you done got your ass kicked again. She actually was in the kitchen drawing her eyebrows on because that's exactly what they are. I think at some point in the movie they wipe off. <laughs> he was so impressed. Now that last squeal that the dog did, I'm trying to tell y'all, they use they got that. I remember hearing that in the first Resident Evil game I had on Sega Saturn. You can hear the dog. It's, it's right before the dogs jump through the window. Y'all know that my Resident Evil fans know that when they when that when them when them when them dogs jump through that window, boy, it's the scariest shit ever in a video game. He looked like what? Well, he he made it out better than that guy in that that spiral opening trap scene. That motherfucker's tongue's gone, his his brain's gone, his head, everything. Now, I think I put Roach on my list of um, <laughs> scariest side characters in horror movies. Because even though he means no harm, he he's still creepy as shit. He's like, so my sister plays around with tarot cards and you play around with voodoo dolls. I'm destined to be around crazy women for the rest of my life. Oh. So every military father wakes up their kids and <laughs> he just runs, runs into their room with a shotgun. <laughs> Did she just call her a viper in her bosom? Yo, fool, that's another reason I fucks with um, Brandon Adams in this role, because he gets tossed around, man. He just, he's all over the place. How many households does this happen regularly in? I mean, at least she's constructive. Children misbehaving in the basement and one in the wall. Is she rot? Like, does she, does she have bars just now? She's like sewing dolls. You kids will 
children misbehaving in the basement and one in the walls. Like she's doing spoken word or some shit. Oh, oh God. Just filleting Leroy up, man. Trifling. And eating parts of him while he's doing it. And feeding them to the people under the stairs. Trifling. Jesus, man. That water ball, that John. Oh shit! She said the fires of hell are hotter. They they are really some fucking nutbags, man. This is probably the most kid-like that fool was in the entire movie, that part right there. Look, as soon as he would've threw me in there, I'm I, I'm gonna have my back against the wall or I'm gonna be in the corner like with my hands up, like, yo, all right, who first? Cause y'all gonna have to line it up, some shit. Y'all ain't about to eat me in here. I'd have been like, I'd have been like Neo about to fight the Smiths in that courtyard scene. What's up? Who wanted? Who wanted? Who's who's first? Thought Leroy came back to life. Ew, the way Roach just had his body just like he wasn't all torn up. Roach is a goon, man. Got hit with a shotgun round and just came back for his homie, man. His newfound friend. That's a real friend for you, right there. I know I put him on my list of scariest side characters, but. Roach was alright, man. He should get a he should get like a prequel. Roach should be the first of the adopted or or not adopted but stolen kids from in the people under the stairs. I think my choice for Roach in my um People Under Stairs remake, like when I did fan casting, literally did fan casting months before um Jordan Pill was announced. I think I said I would have uh, Bill Skarsgård, the one that played Pennywise, in the remakes. 
I think Bill Skarsgård would make a decent roach. I was I would have said Doug Jones, but Doug Jones is is a bit older. Now, if Roach was in there since he was a baby, how the hell does he know how to spell Alice? Was that like did they pick? Was Reading Rainbow one of the programs that they were able to pick up on that TV in the basement, or perhaps Sesame Street? He just learned how to spell and read and stuff like that. I'm just, I'm just saying, whatever. He's like, bro, it's like it's over. I ain't got nothing else left in me. I'm checking out. Sean Whalen, ladies and gentlemen. Roach has left the building. I love how the dog can just smell him. Every time, you know, as as he climbs up, the dog just keeps going up the steps with him. Fool just wind it up before he punched him in the nuts. There you go. Right. That's that Judy from Night of Living Dead shit. When he's like, come on, come on, and the truck's on fire. She's like, my jacket's caught. And they end up blowing the fuck up. Always love that shot. How the fire just blares out of that. Now the whole the vents and the whole crib will smell like burnt roach.
yeah, vents and like air ducts and shit. I, I'm trying to tell you, I, like, I would freak out. They would be like, Rome, you gotta keep moving. I would be like, I can't. I'm having a fucking panic attack and a heart attack at the same time. I can't move. I'm in shock. It's too many things happening at once. Tell y'all, man, my claustrophobia is insane. I mean, that was pretty equivalent to, like, 2021. A sneeze will get you killed. Like, you can't even sneeze in public. Because somebody will turn around like, you got that Rona? And you'll be like, well, you don't see all this fucking pollen out here? Like, we're literally, literally sitting under a tree with pollen in it. We gotta be careful. You know, you can't sneeze or cough in public anymore without people thinking it's, you know. We get it, bro. Oh, Let's go. There you go, fool. It's time to take a stand. Fuck this dog. <laughs> now me, I, you know, eventually I'll get tired. But it's like, listen, bro. I'm, I'm not even giving the dog that many chances to begin with. Tell me, I'm gouging my eyes out to get my point across now why does this random room just have candles lit everywhere And that, people, is why you should not have a bayonet ever. Now, I'm not going to lie. In a zombie apocalypse, how useful would a bayonet be, man? That would be crazy to have. Prince is just like, oh, am I dead? Oh, and he just falls to the ground. She looks so unimpressed. She's like, you got him, but you couldn't get us Comcast digital cable this week. You're fucking up. Your priorities are ass backwards or bass backwards, as I like to say. I love how you can just ever so faintly hear the, the two of them arguing about it afterwards. Look, 
You can see the lights of the ghetto from here. I never thought smog could smell so good. I don't know why I love that shot so much. Nigga, you scream it for? There's nothing to hold on to. It's just a straight drop off the roof. Yeah. Wait a minute. What? The water in the garden. Dip this right under this window. Yep. We take a jump off the edge. Why are we talking about it? Let's beat the fuck out. Come on, Alice. I'd have grabbed her hand. Like, look, you, you coming or not, Shorty? What's up? You know, listen. We did all this, and you scared to take the, literally the leap of faith to get the fuck up out of here. You scared? Oh yeah, cause well, she's never been outside, so it kind of gives her a disadvantage. I understand. Now him throwing rocks or whatever he was doing playing in the water earlier on it was a nice setup for this moment right here. She's like, your aim is ain't shit. Stop shooting that gun, period. You can't hit shit. And you've been to the range too many times, so not his shit. Listen, I'm gonna be real with y'all. I would not have come back for Alice. I'm sorry. Hey, Bill Cobbs. Every time I see Bill Cobbs, I either think of uh, New Jack City or Demolition Man, where he's like, "Is that you, Spartan?" More exposition that I did not mind at all. feel like if you would have casted somebody else other than Bill Cobbs to play Grandfather Booker, it would not have worked. Um, again, that was a scene of exposition where normally in movies, a lot of people have problems with that because they feel like it's just filler and it's just to take up time. But it reveals a lot. You know what I'm saying? And Alice had the same type of exposition earlier in the sense that it revealed a lot. So I don't mind it because it, it progresses the story. So 
I don't remember who I said I would have for Grandfather Booker. I don't, uh, in, in my version of a remake of this, I don't. I, I think it was Ken Foray. I had. I love this music too. I'm sorry, man. I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. When Wes Craven, God rest his soul, man. He was. He would have always been invited to the cookout. You know how they say, like, when black people, there's, you know, we know what it is. It's that thing online where black people talk about which white people get invites to the cookout in particular. And Wes Craven, not a lot of people can touch black, black based properties, let alone horror movies, black horror movies, and get away with it. You know, they don't capture certain things the way they should. You know, it's already like thin ice they're, they're tiptoeing on, but. Basically, Wes Craven, not only this, but Vampire in Brooklyn, too? Like, come on, man. You you, you two for two, bruh. God bless you, man. I also did commentary for Vampire in Brooklyn, if y'all want to check that out. She should have gave the cops all poison coffee and edibles. I mean, it wouldn't have made a difference. What are you gonna be in the afterlife high? God gonna be like you. You took an edible before you came here. Nah, sending your ass downstairs. All, uh, he got a trap door full of guns and ammo. These mother... Man. Nice furniture. You get that stuff at Price Club, that's for sure. You know it's been in the family for years. Yeah. Used to be the house was used for uh, business. Okay. Very subtle the way he did that. He wiped the blood, you know. Wiped a little bit of blood off his head where it bandaged that. Then as soon as that guy turned around, he put his hat back on his head. Little tiny moments like that. You said you had no kids. Alice left us a long time ago, Sergeant. The Lord saw fit to come and take her. Never touched the room since. <laughs> she saved his ass because Ever McGill didn't know what he's going to say. The dude's like, I thought you said you had no kids. He's like, oh, well, this, this is actually my room. I just like pink and... You know, I used to collect dolls and shit. Very painful for you. I'm sorry about this. It should have never happened. Don't need to apologize. Sorry that we want to be helpful. Good night, sir. You're welcome. Good night. I don't want to see another cop or cookie in my. She looks like if Peggy Bundy was an evil ass witch. I don't know if it's the the hair, the red lipstick. I'm not sure. On the low, this could be a well, the brother and sister, so that's too incestuous. I was about to say this could be a horror version of Married with Children. So it worked. Yep. <clears throat> Always does. It works best. Gotta get a new dog tomorrow. Good big one. I wonder what dog they planned on getting. I was worried. The 
police left the back door open for so long. So? I couldn't watch it all the time. Think any of them got out? God damn. So in order so when the cops and the you know the the, the basically what we what we call today the DHS people when they came out he put all the people under the stairs to sleep with horse tranquilizers. God. And fool was just in the kitchen cabinet the whole time. See, here we get these quiet moments before it goes down. You ain't doing shit, bruh. You've been trying to kill this young boy all day. You can't handle a 13-year-old kid. tape recorder of prayers oh there we go oh yeah that's what he should have did to the dog that was his eyes <laughs> I love how fool looked like. Was I supposed to break this poker over his neck? Should have stabbed him with it. Everything in this crib is a damn contraption. again I uh, listen I know Alice has not been outside and she was very terrified of the outside when it was time to escape my ass ain't coming back if I spent all day you know if Leroy dead Spencer dead Roach dead the people under stairs is all fucked up 
and Alice ain't want to jump when I jumped. If I got out of there finally, I'm not coming back. Of course I'll send help. Of course. That's just the type of friend I am. But the type of friend I'm not is I ain't everybody's hero. You understand what I'm saying? It's it's not happening. Kudos to the people that that are those types of friends. You know, you you deserve a medal. I pick and choose my battles very wisely. Good job. That was a little sweet moment between the two. I really wish that they that there was a sequel, man, with with AJ Langer coming back as Alice and Brandon Adams coming back as um as Fool, man. That'd be so fire. I would write it or co-write it. I'm just saying. You know, if if they just so happen to tune in to this commentary, I'm just saying. Oh God! He was grabbing his dick. He was yo that that made the movie even darker for me. Ew! I said now. Show leather clad wearing ass out of here. He's like, my bad. I was on my phone looking at Pornhub. Pretty messed up. They were gonna. They weren't even gonna kill him. They were gonna put him under the stairs. Listen, Alice. They're not your real parents. They're not. Not even husband and wife. They stole you, like they did Roach and all the others. A bunch of rotten baby snatchers. You're just saying that. Grandfather Booker told me. Now, would Alice, like, nowadays, would she be ready to go, would she be able to go on Ancestry.com and find out who her real parents were? I don't know if I mentioned that in, um, in my episode where I was given my idea for a sequel, because maybe Alice found her real parents. It'd be a nice little puzzle piece. Who, like, who did she belong to? Now, see, this is another fucking problem I have. If y'all are climbing the roof, y'all can't scale carefully and get the fuck out of Dodge after that? Come, like, yo, man. You stick away from Alice. She did it with him. I know it. Not my little girl. She's a whore. <laughs> she ain't like that. You can get that clack clack all day. 
just shooting at nothing. Man, how does she know the brick was coming? Like, why does she say... Why does she scream now? Now, I remember also in the edited version back in the day, it on TBS, instead of bastard, they would say beggar. That's <laughs> like... <laughs> this shit... This movie gets really wild at times, man. I'm sorry. She finally wanted to get out. He wanted to go. I got some shit to do. I'll catch up to you. It's like, fuck that. You ain't even supposed to be there in the first place. Technically. They know his name now, so everything's all right. They know not to eat his ass. He run up on me like that. them finally went crazy so I'm tired of this shit I ain't never been outside that pistol he got is crazy doesn't look like a desert eagle but see again this is where I would need to call my lifeline call my pop like what kind of gun is he wait is that a desert eagle I don't think it is. I'm, I'm looking at the barrel of it. Is it's not a desert eagle? Skin of her teeth. She dropped that. Uh, what was that? Her shoe. Say it. 
now, when he fell down the steps, how did he have his shirt on that he had on earlier, and then he went back to his regular outfit? That was not good editing. Talking about some, you know, a prayer, say it. It was a badass moment for Fool, but I, listen, as soon as he opened up that door, I'm blowing his his head to a stump. You got me fucked up. Lipstick smearing off, eyebrows smearing. She's all fucked up. My name is Ruby Williams, and I represent the association of people who have been unjustly evicted, exploited, and generally fucked over. <laughs> what? You and your brother are landlords of over 50 buildings in this city, all of which you've allowed to deteriorate into rat infested hellholes when you guys get rich charging ridiculous rents. Yep. Then. First of all, you do not treat Kelly Joe Mentor like that. I don't give a fuck who you are. Don't do that. His aim is trash, man. She like you ain't no goddamn police. You sound like Bill Cobbs. was on that atomic blonde shit she came out like a torpedo i love that the hood just popped up like we right here ruby that reminds me i don't know how many people keep up with the keep ups but there was a black kid and there was this racist army vet white guy and he put hands on the kid he, you know he didn't fuck him up or anything but he pushed him and was like go home i don't know what happened what transpired uh, prior to it but uh, afterwards, the entire neighborhood showed up at this guy's house, and he was scared to come outside. So, it's very uh, like I said, this movie, this movie is very relevant uh, now more than ever. He's like, listen, I'm about to do a four lateral. You you go that way, then I go this way, and you go that way. You go counterclockwise. I'm gonna go sixty degrees longitude, and fool will not hopefully die. Nobody. 
Did that nigga just bark? Bill Kyle's was like, <laughs> oh, <that's you? laughs> I know he said fool, but it's like, damn. Yo, Ever McGill has taken so much head trauma. There's no reason he just collapsed. I mean, uh, there's no surprise rather that he just collapses at the end of this movie. He's like the women, bro. Look at my face. I ain't got no tongue. Give me something. I can't even talk to the women. I can't go down on them, but you know I can't tongue kiss. Like my shit's gone. How you gonna French kiss a woman with no tongue? <laughs> it's like, I'm just saying, fools telling this guy who has no fucking tongue, who's never been outside. You can get outside to the to the women. Like what? What I'm gonna do with that? Thank God they didn't cut his dick off. I'm pretty sure they just cut his tongue out because you know it's like see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. But damn, bruh. Now imagine meeting a chick that's really about it. You ain't gotta say shit, and then she, you know, she. She does you, and she's like, all right, now you do me, and she just lays back with her legs open, and it's like, how do you tell her you don't have a tongue? Do you write it down on a fucking, like, piece of loose-leaf paper she's got lying around? I'm just saying, people, like, it's like, never mind. I'm getting way too in-depth into it. Out there, I love it. System remote override. All doors locked. You know I wouldn't let you get away that easy. My lord, she got kicked in the face. Oh no, that was very strange editing right there. Finally, y'all, y'all want to help now? Good job. I love that part where he helps Alice up. It's like her surrogate and big brother. 
<laughs> this was almost like I love this part because this was like my Night of Living Dead, Return of Living Dead part because it's, it's, I know they're not zombies, but it reminded me of something like that. He definitely copped a feel on her ass, though. I don't think that was in the script. Ooh. She ran right into it. I love this fucking shot of just the, the boys, the people under the stairs just like going at, well, not going after her, but just standing in front of her like, you ain't going nowhere. like a horror movie scene of mommy dearest oh god yep get her ass these motherfuckers coming out the cabinets <laughs> whoever came out that cabinet last and came out with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> Nope, her ass is gone, bruh. It's a wrap. Ooh, dolly zoom. You get the dolly zoom in here, too. Good job, Wes. Well deserved. Fuck her. I love how that box is just, the box is just labeled explosives. <laughs> it's like, so convenient, man. shit even though I do wonder when fool had time to stick coins inside of these candles like this it's a nice little decoy very reminiscent to the well not very but you know in the light of the decoy they set up for him to get him caught up with the tape recorder Shit, fool, still don't want to kill him. I don't want to kill you, but I will because I don't like you much anyway. Right, just fucking kill his ass. I'm tired of fucking around, <laughs> so either put the gun down now <laughs> or kiss your ass goodbye, boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Look at that. Money, 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 money. And money flew out of everywhere, yo. <laughs> Jesus, man. And Ever McGill is just like, you know what? I think I'll die now. It's been a long ass day. <laughs> he just fell right into that pit. Ew, that dirty ass body pit water. That's like, that's that Texas Chainsaw 3 water. Am I okay, Alice? You see all this goddamn money we about to get? They can have this shit outside, but look at all this shit in the crib. Am I okay? <laughs> Am I okay? Now, granted, money doesn't buy your happiness, but after a day like that that he had, <laughs> listen here, man. And I love that the people under stairs are out now. You know, they're... <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just walking amongst the people in the hood <laughs> and they're just like wow so this is what outside looks like humans and there's a moon in the sky <laughs> they just scurry away I love it man <laughs> I love this shit man oh man so there, there we have it people we made it we survived the Robeson funeral home antics and the misunderstood people under the stairs man we survived uh wendy roby and we survived everett mcgill's fucking crazy ass antics now again happy 56th birthday to sean whalen and i sh i, I, I should have done this for bang rain's birthday i should have done this a year ago but better late than never man but never late is better is what they say um but yeah of course being as though this is had to take my glasses off for a second being as though this is my underrated Wes Craven uh, film ever this is a 10 out of 10 for me and of course I relate to this movie on a lot of levels the social commentary works for me I put it in the category of films as far as social commentary goes I put it up there with uh, films like Night Living Dead, Candyman um, things of that nature because and even First Purge because I can relate to what they're saying you know about society about human beings in general and stuff like that this movie was way ahead of his time man and I, i'm not sure if wes craven knew that this i would have to watch a couple interviews or listen to i think there's like a um shout factory i think it's called the dvds that they come out with later on with the commentaries and the special features the making of and stuff like that i would love to hear wes craven's commentary on this just to get it get the gist of what he was trying to do with this movie and i wanted i would love to know if he knew that this movie would hold up the way if he was confident basically enough in this movie to know that it will hold up to this day in 2021 and we would be talking about it to this day and people would be doing commentary and reviews for it to this day and that somebody like jordan peele would be you know stepping up to the plate to be headlining a remake for this movie man straight up 10 out of 10 for me shout out to you know again another happy birthday shout out to sean whalen Sh rest in peace shout out to wes craven shout out to brandon adams ving rames aj langer wendy roby um everett mcgill uh kelly joe mentor everybody that was involved in the making of this movie man is such a gem and like i said it's 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 scary it's creepy it's informative but 
you know, again, Wes Craven was not afraid to let the audience have fun while they were watching it. It's a really good time. I would imagine that this was a really good popcorn movie back in the day. And, uh, you know, whether it's underrated or not, I know that the fair share of people back in the day appreciated it for what it was. And hopefully they still appreciate it today. But, uh, yeah, that's that, people. Uh, y'all already know where to go. And if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, and Podbean. Shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. And shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Horror Virus. And last but not least, shout out to the Tudor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. Man, I didn't even mention this um, in my last episode or so that we actually jumped up to 6.5. You know, we, we, we jumped up. From, we went from 6.4 to 6.5. And I was actually surprised to see that. But that was because, you know, I dropped a couple episodes. Uh... I dropped, um, well, I haven't dropped, I don't know what I'm going to put out first. I haven't dropped the Fear Street episode uh, for the trailer reaction, but I did drop Pet Cemetery commentary uh, yesterday, the original Pet Cemetery. I dropped the trailer reaction for the Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins movie, and I dropped the trailer reaction for Crow 2021, the fan film. Big shout out to everybody that was involved in the making of those, because I'm actually looking forward to those two films. But um yeah man we jumped up 6.5 man I'm I'm trying let's let's get to this 7. Let's get to this lucky number 7. Now I don't I'm not going to make no promises man. I just feel like 7 is still is a lucky number. You know, I'm very superstitious and I believe in certain things to this day. But maybe maybe we'll do something for 7. I don't know. Maybe I'll do something special. Who knows? I I I don't know, but that's why I said I'm not making no promises. I just know when I get to that 7k mark, that 7k spin. Um I really don't know how I'm gonna react to it because it's like it's getting closer and closer and closer each time like every single time is a milestone man and I wish I could do something every time for you guys because you guys have been so awesome and so dedicated to the podcast but we'll we'll figure it out y'all I promise y'all and y'all know the love and support y'all show me I show it back to y'all tenfold and then some so with that being said people yours truly Romero Tudor another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can I'll check y'all on the next one